0: What's up, y'all? This is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Rapidash, a.k.a. Making a Splash, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. I'm just kidding. Anyways, so we got a special guest today. May I, uh, may I have you said your name, my dude?
1: My name is Malcolm, a.k.a. Fat Thor, a.k.a. The Green Ranger, a.k.a. Mr. Nintendo Switch, and I ran out of A.k.a. <laughs> And I like AKAs too. They're cute. Anywho.
0: All right. Well, then, AKA Malcolm Banks is in the building. This is already going to be an exciting podcast because I already got somebody ready to do some AKAs. Let's Mr. Banks, what is going on, my
1: dude? Nothing much, man. Just enjoying a good old off brand soda on a good off day.
0: Hey. That's what I'm talking about, man. Enjoying the simple things in life. Most so, definitely. man, tell me, so tell me a little bit about yourself, man.
1: Oh, uh, My name is Malcolm Banks, as you all guys have already heard. I am from the one and only Mobile, Alabama, the birthplace of Mardi Gras. Um, just having a good time, living in my world, doing what I do. I'm the creator and founder of Fandoms Anonymous, a multifaceted media organization located out of alabama we go all over the Quad state area going to different comic conventions we push out all types of geek and nerdy content about some of your favorite movies tv shows and topics and news and we just have a good time doing what we do man we'll stay relevant. hey
0: okay that's what i'm talking about so you're a big comic uh, comic book fan or superhero fan
1: most definitely most definitely man
0: okay i can dig it all right if you can have your Mount Rushmore superheroes, like top five, who's going on Mount Rushmore? Five. Yes, sir. All
1: right, number four. Green Lantern. Okay, the who's Green Power. Uh, Hal Jordan. Perfect. Okay. 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 Green Power Ranger. Um,
0: so, oh. who
1: else going up there? Um, shoot. Oh, you caught me in a, in a bind now. I'm um, gonna have to go with uh my boy Bear Allen. The flash, okay. So I, I, I can count. They give me three, um. So I'm missing two. Ooh, Ooh This is this is a toughie. This it's is a toughie. Yikes. Q, Q the um. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> music? Right, right. Dude. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's three. Ooh. It's almost do here. Do, do, do I have a fourth and the fifth? I mean, like those those are my 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 three people right there. I don't I don't like to name people just for name and sake. Like they they really got to be my people. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, you, okay, so you're a yeah, big fan
0: I'm, of the DC universe.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I like DC. I watch a lot of DC content. The movies still suck, but I still watch a lot of DC content. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, at least you're one of those fans that admit that the um the movies suck. No, the right. cartoon movies are amazing.
1: Oh, epic! If whoever's writing that needs to write the movies, okay? That, that's how that yeah, should go. Yes. Like hey, before, before we started this happened. conversation, I was watching Arrow. You know, so I I keep up with my DC content. A lot of people think I'm a DC hater, but they don't understand that I watch more DC content than I do Marvel content.
0: Hey, that's that's quite understand. Well, people don't understand though. Like, there's just some things that DC hits on that's just amazing. They've always been good at TV shows. Right. 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 They've always been good at um comic content and they've also been really good when it comes to their games and um when it comes to their cartoon movies. Heck, I got Wonder Woman sitting in front of me right now. I got the cartoon movie of Wonder Woman.
1: Hey, it's lit.
0: It's really lit. So, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite superheroes in my top 5. Right there. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah. Hey, Behind, uh, beside every, um, beside every strong man, there's a strong woman. There you and go. Yes, sir. I always symbolize that. And plus, one thing people don't understand is Wonder Woman also has a uh, Wonder Woman also has a black counterpart. So that's another Uh-oh. reason why. I'm so yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a fan of both of those ladies. I <laughs> definitely. But yeah. So hey, that's what's up though, man. Like I ain't got nothing against to to DC, man. The first thing I ever watched that was superhero oriented was the old school Batman show, right. um, the old Batman series. Yeah, man. Like the theatrics, the theme song. It was by W B. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was gritty, but it was still cool as, as a kid to watch. That Definitely. was my show.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah, I mean that was the first. That was the first time everybody saw Harley Quinn before it became everybody got a costume for Harley Quinn at Halloween.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. Shoot. Sure. So what else you, um what else are you into, my man? 'Cause Because like, we can talk about DC all day. Um, like straight up 'cause like I got I'm actually trying to read this new Batman comic that mm-hmm. um a cousin that put me on. And it's from the New Universe. One sec. Um, I wanna see if I can grab it real quick one second. Testing one, two, three. Here it is. Hold up. actually Ashley just finished it too. It's um from the new fifty two. Mm-hmm. The uh court, it's the um uh, volume one of Quarter of the Owls. Oh man.
1: Quarter owls this
0: will see your storyline. Man, this this hits hard, man. Like I I had never seen Batman go through this. I've seen him go through some things. Right. Right. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but What's I'm telling that? you right now, if you're a DC fan, go pick this up. Or heck, if you're not even a fan of DC, this might make you a fan of DC. The mm-hmm. illustrations amazing, the story's great. It's gritty. It's it's, hey, it's a little scary too. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. So, uh, so tell me a little bit more about yourself, man. What else are you into?
1: Uh, my biggest thing is Power Rangers. If anybody knows me, Power Rangers is my thing. I am a straight up Power Rangers head, like twenty four seven. I can watch Power Rangers all day long if I had the opportunity to. So, Power Rangers is always my thing because it was my first love. Um, when it came to, um, when it came to watching stuff back in the day it was the first thing that I was able to identify with on television. So heavy Power Rangers fan, heavy Power Rangers fan. I've interviewed a high majority of the original Power Rangers cast. Um, so, yeah, mm. uh, th- those are those are, my, those are my peoples, my peoples.
0: Okay, so you've met Jason, Dave, and Frank. Multiple um, yeah, yeah. that's That's awesome, because I've always found him to be yeah, I mean, he's literally in a real life a
1: Power Ranger in his own ass. Yeah, he is, man. Multiple got several interviews with him on my channel. Yeah,
0: I mean, sure MMA fighter, always practicing martial arts. He's always doing like kind of like indie cuts. Um, um, another thing I like about um him, he was actually um helping with the power. What was it? What's it called? The Power Grid um series. Yeah. Yes, beyond like I like, yeah, beyond the grid because like mm. I just played the g- game they just put out for that. Um, like it was like a couple days ago. Actually, yeah, I have. have I had that game. was fun. I'm glad they updated it finally.
1: Most definitely, you know, like, I I knew it was going to take them a minute to start doing some updates, and that was per- that was going to be perfectly fine with me. Uh, I see nothing wrong with having to do updates.
0: Yes. So I mean, it's got a story mode and everything. It's fun. I'm actually enjoying. Right, it. It's right. like it's like Marvel versus Capcom on cocaine, basically. Right. <laughs> if that's the best way to explain that, exactly, um, exactly. I got a friend that you would actually love. His um his name is Austin. He also uh-huh. goes by Kaiser, and and he is a huge Power Rangers buff himself. Like he right. watches the Japanese side, he watches the American side, uh, right. so he loves like Super Sentai's thing. So for him, like, like, you guys will probably be able to have dialogue for like twenty years.
1: Like right. he's got the right.
0: helmets, the Dragon Dagger, all that kind of stuff, man. Like he's I
1: actually have a a signed three D printed uh, Green Ranger helmet signed by Jason David Frank.
0: You know, oh, he would scream like a schoolgirl if he knew you had that. Right. I'm just gonna. I, I'm. I'm just gonna let you know right now. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Kaiser the Rise of the Gamers on his channel. Go check it out. But yeah, bro, that like I've always thought Power Rangers was dope. I feel like people don't give it enough credit. Like mm-hmm. I like they don't realize it's like inspired a lot of people's childhoods.
1: It, it really has. It really has. You know, it was a. It was a pivotal thing for me in my life growing up. You know, like I said, it was the thing I was able to identify with um, growing up with an older sister, but not having any others. You know, I didn't have my it was it was only two of us. So Power Rangers was that thing that I could you know have to myself and have a good time and watch it, and I still watch it to this day.
0: There's nothing wrong with that, man. I feel like. If you're a fan, you a fan, man. Like mm-hmm. I've seen I think, I think it's a it's a culture, man. I mean, don't they have like a Power Rangers con or something like that?
1: Multiple. Multiple. Speaking of, I'll be at Ranger Stop and Pop in Atlanta um June twenty first through twenty third. Uh the, the the channel of the organization. We will be there.
0: Oh snap. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. about to be lit, y'all. <laughs>
1: we'll, we we're gonna be in the building, man. We'll have a good time.
0: Hey, that sounds awesome. I wouldn't mind checking out one of those events myself one of these days. I because I'm always in for um, always interested in digging deep into a culture, man. Because like I say, I'm gonna be honest. Like the last um, the last series I watched was I think it was gonna have to be Mystic. That was about as far as I've gotten in the last while. Yeah, I'm a fan of the show myself.
1: It's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you need to come on back home, catch up, man.
0: I'm, I'm telling just... you, man, I need to because, like, it's getting crazier in the universe. Like, I'm telling you, they got space pirates and stuff now, and all kinds of stuff. I was like, dang, we're getting oh, yeah, out
1: of here. It's, it's, it's legit, it's
0: legit. Yeah, man, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Like, because, like, I got that, and then my homeboy is trying to get me in the common Rider. Um, it's so, uh, so, like. 'Cause I used to watch like the old school ones, like the old school like eighties version, like the show era and stuff like
1: right, that. Right. And,
0: you know, I was into the Ultramans and stuff and all that because course, like before. back in the day, you remember when Sci fi Channel was playing all the old school like oh, yeah. like Japanese comp, yeah, like the Japanese combat shows and stuff like that. All the giant monsters and ultraman and like a Kaider and all them. That was right, like that right. thing. Yeah, man. So, so. I I got nothing but love for that, man. That was like my childhood, bro. Because sci-fi was playing some dope stuff back in the day. It was like, it'd be some bad dubbing looking like a karate movie. Exactly. But it was just like, oh, man, this is cool. Oh, shoot, he turned
1: into a what? It's turned into a whole, whole spider.
0: <laughs> like, shoot. Like a Japanese Spider-Man show and all that? Right, <laughs> man. right. I was like, damn, Spider Man has a Zor
1: too. (laughs) Old school. Old school. Which some of that was assisted in in writing by Stan Lee. So Stan Lee was part of that project. See,
0: that's awesome. And rest in peace, Stan. Man, it's still unreal that he's not around anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, it was one of those things where it was like, you know, it was coming. You know what I'm saying? It was one of the, like, it it was, it was soon to be coming. You know, it was just a matter of when. So when it happened, I didn't necessarily it didn't hit me as hard because it was like, yeah, it's it's eventually gonna come. You know.
0: Hmm. I completely agree, but I'm not gonna lie though. It's just like, it's weird that eventually, why well, we're at the last. Um, the last Avengers movie, that was his last appearance, right?
1: Yeah, that was his last pre-film cameo and, and you know, the, the people over at Marvel they knew it was coming too, so that's why they started preparing and started filming multiple cameos even for movies that weren't even necessarily put together fully yet, you know?
0: Makes sense. I mean, that was smart on their part. I mean heck, he even showed up in the Teen Titans Go movie. Right,
1: right. <laughs> He's the king of cameos.
0: Evil Wolf. So people have been trying to petition that Deadpool should be showing, uh, should show up in all the movies now.
1: True. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Deadpool going forward? Um, you know, Disney has already made it, a, made everybody aware that they're not going to change the working mechanics of Deadpool. Um, so I'm, I'm just ready to see where, where it's going to go.
0: Okay. That's good news. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what they were going to do since Disney has literally monopolized everything.
1: Well, let me let me say this. I don't I don't see that Disney has monopolized everything. What I see is just a sign of the times. Um, a monopoly is, in my mind, is when you force your way into something and you force something to happen. What a lot of people miss. And I believe a lot of people know, but they they fail to accept it is that Fox wanted to sell. You get what I'm saying that yeah. they it's what they wanted to do this this is not you know this isn't something that they were just like you oh, know we're going we're gonna take over the world you know no, this is what Fox wanted to do at the end of the day. They said that they wanted they no longer wanted to do movies and and tele, and television to a degree. They they said that, you know, they they made their decision. So a lot of people are they're failing to just accept that and be honest about about it and and realize that Disney is not monopolizing. They're just taking opportunity that was given to them. You know, it'd have been different if Disney was just Force their hand on some stuff and like, yeah, we're going to do this because we're Disney. That's not the case at all. Fox was like, we don't want this anymore. We don't want to do this type of stuff anymore. You know, they they made it clear, and I I think people people fail so much. They fail so so much to realize that. That aggravates me to a degree where we live in a world now where fandom fandom people pay attention to the things that they want to pay attention to in the fandom rather than the facts. And to you know me, that's stupid.
0: That's a good point. Well, then, excuse me on that one. Because, like, I'm still, like, for me, like, I thought it was more of a monopoly. Because, like, I'm not going to sit here in front. Like, I was like every other fan. I'm not going to sit here. I'm kind of ignorant to that um, aspect. Right. But I'm not going to lie. Like, it's crazy, though, that Disney has literally, like, like, jumped in and grabbed everything from in the pot, man. I'm not going to sit here be like, "Oh, I'm against it." No, cuz I know what that means. It's it's gold time. They got better funding.
1: Yeah, they better funding. They make things
0: happen and then
1: a lot more projects uh, can be done the right way. Um, uh, you know, stuff like that. Especially when we're talking about X-Men. X-Men can now be done the right way, you know. It can be done the proper way. You know, with 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 a, with a valuable storyline and a, you know, all that good, all that jazz, and people fail to realize that, you know, and and that's what sucks. That we live, we live in a world now where people pay attention and agree to the things that they want agree to, want to agree to, rather than the facts of what's actually out there. That's what makes it stupid, in my eyes. Truth,
0: very, very true. I'm 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 gonna sit here and say this because, like, one thing. That doesn't make me worried about... It's just like, we're going to get more content from it. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, people don't realize... That means we could have X-Men characters in, like, future Avenger-type projects. mm mm-hmm. Because, like, like, people don't realize, like... That was just one version. That was one universe of the Avengers. And they're talking what? about bringing out the Dark Avengers... And then on top of that, like people don't understand that like Wolverine was actually a part of the adventures. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot of missing characters, but Fox owned them. I mean, Blade right. was part of that, um was part of that um uh, situation too. We right. I mean they're talking about making new movies with Wesley Snipes.
1: Yeah. So it's nice, I'm actually some talks and meeting with meeting with some people that marvel on, you know, what what can be done and what he can do and you know, what he wants to take part in and how he wants to help, you know, bring, bring no this to fruition. And that's a good thing. And people fail to realize that, you know, it's like people uh, we live in a world now and fandom where people want to complain just to complain. And it it sucks because it's like all of these comic book pages, you know, I'm, I'm a big person on not sharing false stuff because what I don't want to do Is make a video every time something happens and people are wondering, is that true? Is this true? Is that true? You'll be surprised the amount of inboxes that I get when people are asking me, is this true? Is that true? Is is this false? Is that false? You know, because they want to know. The people want to know these things because we live in a world now where comic book movies and stuff are so rampant that you know it's a it's a everyday, it's a lifestyle now. So when you post something and, you know, you're exp- and people have an expectation expectation of something now based on what we're getting, any one thing can, in a sense, be labeled as true. I mean, we, let's look at there was a, a picture that came out and then it go. It just uh, some of it just goes to show that people just don't pay attention. That's another thing. People just don't pay attention. They don't read sometimes like there was a picture. And if the people had really paid attention to what was going on in the picture, they would really see what's up. There was a picture. It was supposedly a picture for the, N- the Nintendo shared universe. In the picture was a slate of uh, basically it took a Marvel presentation a slate where they presented some movies in the past replaced them with some video game, title, video game movie titles, including Detective Pikachu and the new Mar- Super Mario Brothers animated movie supposed to come out, and they replaced the, the other text with a bunch of supposed movies, and then it was supposed to culminate in a Super Smash Brothers universe. But what angered me was like, okay, so no, and people started sharing it like it was, like this was true, like this was you know, real life. What angered hmm. me was like, who's not paying attention to the fact that that's Kevin Feige in this photo with a marble hat on? Hmm. All so. people saw was these movies, these these uh, titles, and they ran with it. Nobody took the time to actually pay attention to read. So what was happening was the crap was getting shared, and people were going along believing, oh, oh, this is gonna happen. No. Open your eyes. Pay attention. You know, I, I have people who inbox who will send me pictures like that and ask me, is this real? And I tell them either yes, it is real or no, it's not real. Because we just can't have people out here just believe in any old thing. You know, it is harmful to what we do and what we love and what we watch. When you just have people just believe in whatever, you know. Oh,
0: that's true.
1: It It, it sucks.
0: I mean, when it comes down to what people don't understand, like, like you cannot believe everything that is on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's why we got problems now. Right. Everything on the internet is not true. That is people like to troll and mess with people. Mm-hmm. It Like people, I don't understand what people get out of doing that. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I don't get it. I don't think anybody gets why people do what they do on the internet. It's like, maybe they're so miserable, they feel like they gotta make other people miserable in their own aspect. Mm. And that sucks for them. But, like, you need to do your research. Research is important. Always do your research. I mean, heck, you corrected me on a statement because... Obviously I didn't do enough research. So yes. Anthony Anthem what he meant when he's wrong. Because right, right. Anthony Anthem is wrong right, right now. So with that, I'm gonna go um head and um go cry in the car and um, <laughs> no, the cry that... in the car. I'm gonna go cry in the car like Red. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's time for me to cry like it's Friday. I was like, man, that was my grandma chain. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but yes, research is important. And any fan, right, right. always remember, with great power comes great responsibility. True, true. And I threw in the Uncle Ben line. So with that, <laughs> okay, as we move on and we move forward. So, so um, so you're a big gamer,
1: uh, correct? Somewhat, somewhat. We do have a segment on our channel called Gaming Nation. Uh, there's a new episode up now where some of my some of my guys they get on and they record and, and discuss some of the newest and latest things in video games and movies, video game movies and anything in video games they discuss. So a new episode of that is currently up on the channel. Me on the other hand, I'm not a huge game a huge gamer. Like my biggest thing is Nintendo. Um, I'm currently playing Lego Marvel Superheroes 2 on the Nintendo Switch. It's an amazing game. It really is. I like the Lego games. They are fun.
0: Yeah, Lego Lego's really never disappointed in that aspect. They've always made, like, good games to where, okay, this is perfect. Anybody can play them whether you're an adult or you're a kid. Oh, yeah. Like, if somebody dies, it's more like an explosion, and they put them back together. You know, like... Mm-hmm. It's, and it's funny. Like mm-hmm. It's hilarious. super hilarious. That's why I like the Lego movie series did so well, is because... Like you get a little bit of, um, you get a little bit of the superhero aspect, but you you also get some fun out of it, and it was enjoyable. Because I'm not gonna lie, though, I didn't even know Tiffany Haddish was in the Lego movie until somebody explained it to me. I was like, huh?
1: I saw no purpose in doing that second movie because it, it it, when I watched the trailer, I was like, no, they just could have left that first movie what it was. You know, I, I, I really saw no purpose in doing the second one. And apparently, the people in the box office didn't either, because it has not done well at all.
0: Well, uh, they were trying to grab more money. They were trying to see where it went because the first nah, one was man. Dead.
1: left that alone. You can't always recreate that that same, you know, tenacity. Like that first movie was freaking hilarious. Like th- there's there's no recreating that. Like. I'm skeptical about this second Angry Birds movie because the first movie was funny. You know, what I'm saying I kind of got on it kind of late, but it was hilarious. So let's see what they do with this second one. You know, they they got Tiffany Haddish in it too. <laughs>
0: I mean, well, I mean Tiffany Haddish is like just on her game to right like, right now. So I mean, I I would grab as many rolls as I could too. Right. You know, I struck on the iron while it's hot. Right. I'm. But I am going to say this, like, I remember going to see Angry Birds because I was with an ex at the time, and we, we were like, man, we're going to take her daughter out, go watch the Angry Birds movie. It's going to be a wholesome experience.
1: Yeah.
0: And then the, we were watching the movie, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God. It's a good thing. She's too young to understand.
1: Right, so, right. Some of made, the humor it- in this they they hit some good humor in it, and it was it was just overall funny you know it it really was i i enjoyed it
0: to be quite honest i think they should have like took the content of angry birds and made it a the whole movie the way it was going right. especially 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 the one scene where they were like going to find the um the uh superhero like um uh, bird mm-hmm. i can't remember his name or whatever and like they was like swimming in the water like drinking the water and stuff. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he's peeing in the water, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, this is definitely that kind of movie, right?" right. <laughs> yeah, it was funny though. I enjoyed it though. Like, I, I mean, certain things don't need sequels, though. I will say True. that. True. Um Now, I mean, when they did Lego Batman, I didn't
1: mind that. When they did the Lego yeah, Batman, yeah, definitely didn't mind that. It was, was good.
0: I mean, everybody was talking about how much they liked the Batman in that movie better than um, the current Batman.
1: Um, I don't know. I I I I absolutely love my man as Batman. I I I told people when it came out that Ben Affleck was going to be an amazing Batman, and he did not disappoint me at all.
0: I'm going to say this: I think he's a good Bruce Wayne, and I did actually like the fight scenes. I mean, he showed out in the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I think people didn't just give it a chance enough on some aspects. Mm-hmm. I like Ben Affleck. I liked his movies back when he was working with um, Jason Mewes and them. Right. So that's always been, like, a thing. I've seen Ben Affleck in multiple roles since I was a little kid. Right. So yeah. I I ain't got no, hey, he did better than the Daredevil movie. Right. Because <laughs> that, was, that was rough. That was that was a rough, um... Oh, yeah. current, that was a rough event. I mean, and then it got worse with the Electra movie. Oh, um, yeah. But, um, I shouldn't speak that back in his instance. We're just gonna go ahead and just kill that noise right now. Um, All right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I think, to be honest, I think he redeemed himself by doing Batman. But I, I think a lot of people were just kind of, you know, upset that, you know, like, um... Uh, what was it? Chris Bell that uh, Christopher Bell didn't do, um, reprise role? But they were like, okay, we got to get somebody new, whole, fresh.
1: It was not a it wasn't not matter of him reprising his role. This was a new franchise. This this mm-hmm. wasn't this wasn't the same. This wasn't the same thing, you know.
0: And people wanted it to be the same thing. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, this is a different alternative Batman, like. Different universe and like it or not he ended up doing that movie with um, the superman versus Batman movie and right. he did justice league he basically did like did his movies and whether people like it or not he got paid from
1: true that's true
0: so I mean I think he put a value and effort regardless if people don't like it or not like I'm just gonna go ahead and just say yeah like it's done, like I know they're- um I know they're trying to work on the new Batman, um who knows what's gonna happen with that? I saw the trailer they don't for know what's gonna happen, yeah, I mean I'm one thing that that I do have a problem with for like you know fandoms or whatever, like fans have gotten too out of control, like they're almost entitled, and. Yep. I was actually talking to uh, somebody um, the other day. I was um, uh, shout out to the realm of the mist. I was talking to them because we had a sit down. We were talking about entitlement because we were going over like you know Star Wars and everything. And Mm -hmm. I remember the Star Wars fans were harassing um, uh, um, harassing some of the girl in the cast. Like talking about oh no, this cast member was an Asian. This cast member is a girl. This is stupid. This is not what I read in the um, bubble Ball situation, da da da, and they're right. harassing these girls to the point where they gotta go ahead and like just shut down their social media because yeah. fans are being ruthless and just going at their their personal features and all that. And I was right. just like, uh, it was like, no, like, and people do it in the Marvel universe and the DC universe too. Of course, of course. You always have those fans that just kind of like take it to a whole extreme. like, hey, it's a different universe. It's a movie. It's supposed to be fun. Now you're just making this about you. Right, right. That gets dangerous.
1: It's just, it gets toxic. Like, and There goes the phrase toxic fandom.
0: Those are the fans that I try to stay away from. Like, if it's right. to a point where... You got to go out of, your t- um, out of your day, out of your time to go try to ruin somebody's life because right. you s- somewhat don't like the way the studio did this or that. Like, whatever, man. Like, it's a movie. It's supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be something for kids and adults alike to just enjoy, you know, some escapism. I feel like mm-hmm. that's important. Everybody's got to escape a little bit. I mean, look at the world we live in. True. Sometimes the world we live in is very hard. Very. And so, I, I'm thankful for these movies. I'm thankful I live in a time where I've gotten to see some of my favorite superheroes growing up. Like, kicking butt for about an hour and a half to two hours.
1: hmm
0: Three hours. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that's important. Like, that's important of these movies. It's supposed to be the escape. It's supposed to be visible. Yeah, It's vital. Like, we're seeing visuals we couldn't have saw, like, in the early 90s.
1: Correct. We're talking about stuff like Spider-Man hanging on to a web attached to a Pegasus with Valkyrie on it with the Infinity Gauntlet in his hand. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That like of, That type of stuff.
0: I mean, could you imagine this in 1993, 94? Not at all. Not at all, That's- baby. It's like, I never thought I would see a live-action Spider-Man. And it was... So, like, people always complain, like, oh, Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker, but he wasn't a good Spider-Man. Or Garfunkel was a good Spider-Man, but not a good Peter Parker. And then we got Tom Holland, which I love Tom Holland. Absolutely man. Oh, he... I mean, literally, that kid is, like, every aspect of Peter Parker and Spider-Man combined. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I'm... I want to sit here and say I enjoyed the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2. I remember watching the first Spider-Man movie and it was 4th of July weekend. I was in Chicago with my mom. My mom was doing some business out in Chicago. And I remember just looking at this movie and I was just my like literally my jaw dropped for the whole movie just oh, yeah. watching this. Like cuz Spider-Man is one of my favorite superheroes. Right. This goes back to all the cartoons and all of that. So seeing that one of my favorite superheroes of all time, like as like a young preteen teenager, seeing him doing the things he was doing, j acrobatics, the the way they had the CGI set up, the the storyline, it was oh, of course it was the it was like the best couple hours of my life. Right. right. It literally made my summer. I feel like people have taken away the important aspects of just being a maze. Right. You're right. I mean, sorry, I'm getting all deep and all my soapbox. My bad, dude. <laughs> oh no,
1: nah, you good, man. That's that's what we're here to do.
0: Yeah, man, like I just enjoy watching films. Like Right. I like watching. I like. I enjoy this type of content. Like superheroes is my jazz, man. Like I love superheroes. So I like Super Sentai. I like a little bit of Kamen Rider. I mean, I like a lot of things, man. Like for me, I don't have to be a fan of just one thing. That's just you never should. Yes, yeah, like I like to try flavors of all different types in the pot. Like let's say hmm. it's a Korean hot pot. You can almost have anything in the Korean hot pot, right? That's how I feel about like nerddom, if that's the best way to say it. I am a huge nerd and I am proud of it. Me too. That's one of the things I can get away. I can be, I can escape. Mm-hmm. I can, I either, it, even if it's playing a video game for a couple hours, watching a dope movie, or maybe just reading a comic. Like, for I would sure. say comic, like, Comic books um can be a really good read for even like the kids or whatever, like, hey, at least they're reading something.
1: Right. Increased literacy. And some of the conversations and dialogues in comic books are more advanced than the sit that then to be sitting there reading the dog hopped on the cat and then the cat hopped on the moon. And then <laughs> the moon hopped on the stars. The end. You know what I'm saying? You got you, you go from that to conversations like we have to go downstairs into the basement so we can get the animatronic animals so we can save the world. So kids are learning phrases and you know, dialogue by reading comics. And the words is here it, uh, it helps it helps them be better better conversationalists. Because now we we live in a world where there are children and uh, I see it every day. There, there are children. I call them children, with thirteen, you know, teenagers and stuff like that, they do not know how to talk. <laughs> you know, it's sad. They don't know how to talk, and you probably wonder, don't know how to talk. What you mean? You know, I, I work for a cell phone company. Okay, I get people yeah. coming there all the time, and the mom may be like the mom and dad be like, we come to do an upgrade. And, you know, what kind of, what kind of phone you want? Well, well, man, what kind of phone do do they want? Well, tell them Mm. what you want. Tell them what you want. And then I get this. Oh, I'll get an iPhone. Could you, could you understand me?
0: (laughs) I mean, that was just, yeah. I've noticed that like communication has gone downhill, man.
1: Young females, this is young females and young males as well. I, I, I won't get an iPhone. And and I, I, I because I was taught to enunciate. That's what I, I was taught that as a child. And I will sit there and say, You wanna do what? Oh, right. I wanna get a, I wanna get an iPhone. Okay, what kind? Uh, uh 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 seven plus. Okay, let me go get you one. You know, and and that that wakes them up. And then you, you get some parents that say, you told you you need to start speaking up. And, I, and I'll and I'll, I I'll be preaching to them like, you know, we live in a world now where you're going to have to talk for yourself when your parent is not around. You're going nice. to have to open your mouth for yourself. If somebody asks you, what's your social? If somebody asks you, you know, when you're doing something legal, of course, not just any random person asks you what's your social, but somebody asks you, you know, you somebody says, you know, we want to give you a thousand dollar scholarship. We want you to tell us why you should get it and then you can't hold a a full conversation and and you enunciate yourself and and talk it's gonna go to the next person. It's gonna go to the next person that knows how to open their mouth and talk and knows how to open their mouth and speak. You know? And then then
0: then what? Closed mouths don't get fed. Correct. I mean and that's the same thing. My mom instilled that in me and my little brother. Like we can't go around just you know moment like about this. Like okay, the yeah. only person I know that gets away with that is Shaq. And even then yeah. Shaq is rich. I,
1: I know what Shaq's saying. That's just Shaq's height that has <laughs> him talking like that. Can't help it.
0: I mean you he know? really can't. Yeah. Like <laughs> he... Me and Kobe we were passing the ball and then it was right. I mean it's better than Charles Barkley. I will right. say that though. No, nah, <laughs> but...
1: Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley speaks up too. It's just real country. I don't understand. Charles Barkley is from Alabama. <laughs> Wait, a minute, Charles is from Alabama? <laughs> yes, Charles Barkley went to Auburn University. That Charles actually Charles makes so much sense.
0: Now listen here, uh, LeBron James, uh,
1: le... right? Right, he's a knucklehead. <laughs> but at least I can understand what Charles saying. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean,
0: so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, and they're in positions where they have to speak. They're speaking... correct. And constantly throughout the NBA season But the point is Though like if you want to be A success you got to have a voice mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons Why like I'm able to do This podcast and have dialogue um, With folks like yourself It's because I've learned Over the years the art of conversation And I feel like that's becoming lost mm-hmm. In a lot of aspects Like I, I feel like you know when we were kids man and you know like we're kind of like we're like I know we're a little um different in age a little bit like how old are you
1: I'm 28
0: oh you're 28 oh, okay <laughs> then we're about the same age group then man cuz I'm 29 right right so right. you already know what I'm talking about man we grew up in the 90s so there was no cell phones we didn't get those yeah like we were first, exactly we looked we looked at each other eye contact if we wanted to talk to somebody, we had to verbally talk to them. If we wanted somebody to come outside, we had to yell for them out um, outside. Like, hey, come outside. You know, like, let's go ride our bikes, you know? Right. Like, right. I mean, now, like, you know, I sit, like, I'll be sitting at a restaurant or something like that with some friends or family or something, and I look over, and it's, like, four kids at the table. They all on their cell phones texting each other. I'm like... You know, like um you got this tool that's been around for a long time since civilization. It's called a voice. We right. have a voice box. Um you should probably use it. I mean, it's a great communication tool. It's um it's free. Um you were born with it. You were born with it. It's like it's it's amazing what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. And um, then you can have extra dialogue because, let me ask you this. What is your thoughts on texting, man?
1: Texting? Um, We live in a world now where texting is very vital. And it's something that I myself even have to break myself up from sometimes. Because sometimes we don't have the time to sit and talk, you know? So if I got to get you to know something, I've got to shoot you a text. At least it'll be there and you can read it. And then when we do get a chance to discuss it, we can sit down and talk about it. We We will have already created some type of dialogue electronically already. And then when we do get together, we can go deeper into it. You know, prime example right now, me and my wife are looking for a new place to stay. Okay. So throughout the run of the day, based on our work schedules, I might send her a link to a house that I looked at, vice versa, from her to me. Mm-hmm. And when we get together, it's okay, now let's look at what we sent each other today. Let's talk about what we sent each other, sent each other today. You know, because if I'm at work, I can't I can't talk to her all day long at work. While on and be on the phone, that's just something that can't happen. So it's either I either have you either wait, or you go ahead and create that conversation, and then when you get around each other, you're able to go ahead and have that full conversation. You know.
0: See, I think that's where people make a mistake is they try to have like full on dialogue and arguments on the phone, and I'm like, right, right versus. The other day, I was like... Um, I was talking to somebody like via text because huh? I was actually in the middle of an interview and I was like, hey, I'm kind of busy right now. Uh, text me back later. And then for some reason, I'm getting angry texts back like, oh, you ain't got no time for me, blah, blah, blah. I was like... Right. And then I realized it was all in caps. And I was like, oh, look, I'm not mad or nothing like that. I'm not tripping or nothing like that. It's just... 'm like I'd rather just have a conversation with you this explain everything after my um interview and, like some people will really mistake that like if you bust the caps locks on somebody it can cause a problem right <laughs> yeah like like there's just certain ways text work like it's hmm. one thing it's like simple communication but you try to have a full-on conversation because man let me put out this I don't know I've seen more breakups over Bad texting or Monopoly. Right. Yeah, and um I've seen a lot of people go down to Monopoly or Uno. That 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 ruins relationships. I'm
1: gonna tell you something else that can ruin relationships. Mario Party.
0: Oh my gosh. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> I've seen I've seen okay, literally okay, so I went to Japan a long time ago, okay? And I had whole sisters. Okay, they brought they brought their friends over, right? Mm -hmm. And we're playing Mario Party. By the end of that game, I found out those same friends that came over didn't never come over again. They were done because the room. Yeah, it was that bad.
1: Mario Party is that game.
0: I was just like, "Well, Nintendo, what are we going to do today?" Right. It's like. Hmm. I was thinking we should make a party game. All of a sudden, you just see like the door from the um, bottom of the um, Nintendo office, just like, like, just like show up all of a sudden. and All of a sudden, you just see like fire shoot out, and then it's just like, "Oh, did you summon me?" And I'm what? like, <laughs> "I was like, that's basically how Mario Party got started." Because man, that game could be one of the longest games ever
1: it can but man it, it's it's my game that I absolutely love to play man i love Mr. Mario party
0: yeah it's like a i mean the one thing i love about it is it's a giant board game full of mini games it's a game inside oh, yeah. of a game inside of a game i mean we can go down a list of like different party games they have for it. like you're going to get pretty much almost all the aspect of different mario series just in smaller format, of course. And I actually do find it fun, but I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna break that out the next like big party of friends. Um, that's one of those things I got to be very careful about how I use it.
1: Well, I do. It. <laughs> I do it in a heartbeat, man. I love Mr. It. Mario Party.
0: Well, so sure. I mean, sure. I ain't gonna have no Mario Party, but I do love that Mario, um, that Mario Kart and Mario Ten. So that's my jam. Always, of course, of course. All right. So, my man. So, you're a huge Nintendo fan? Is Nintendo your go-to, like, primarily?
1: Uh, all day, every day.
0: All day, every day. Nintendo, to the day you die. I got you. Okay, so, do you play Smash Bros. at all?
1: Most definitely. Most definitely. I'm a big Smash Brothers fan.
0: Who's your character right now in Smash Brothers? <sighs>
1: I have not had a lot of time to play the new one like I've wanted to. Um, my work schedule um, had, was been had been kind of hectic for a good little minute. Now it's starting to fizzle a lot, so now I'm able to do a lot more gaming like I want to. Um, but if I can go back to the previous uh, edition of Mar- uh, now I was about to say Mario Party of Smash Brothers. It has to be Lucario. Lucario is my dude.
0: You and my brother would get along. He loves Lucario. He likes using the Pokemon characters. Right. That's always been his thing. He's really good with Um Pichu, surprisingly. Right. I was like, how are you good with something that damages itself on the shotgun? Right. <laughs> he likes using um, him and Lucas. Now me, I've been a Star Fox guy and um, Falco guy for the longest. It's been going on since like Brawl. Right. Like that's been my thing. I love using um, the Star Fox characters. And I've also gotten to using the Street Fighter characters too. Also, I want to um, I want to make a uh, petition right now. We need Chun Li in the game. It needs to happen. If wow. you're gonna put, your... yes, I'm just I'm just gonna put it out in the air. Oh universe, universe and Nintendo gods, please. Let us have Chun-Li. You will not regret it. If we can get Bayonetta, we can get Chun-Li.
1: Right, can, right.
0: Let's make it happen. If we can have Joker from Persona 5, we can have Chun-Li. Right. Come on, with, universe. You know,
1: some of these people I've never even heard of before because there are a lot of things that I haven't been introduced to. So when I'm seeing this, some of these new characters, I'm like, who the heck is who's Bayonetta? Like... Why does she have guns in the bottom of her shoes, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, she's a witch. Right. Yeah, she uh, she has her own video game series. Basically, it's like the female devil man cry. If it's uh, gotcha. I mean, that's the best way to explain that one. Yeah, like gotcha. like I had to keep myself up to date on some of these characters too. But I was just like, what the heck is the split? what's a splatoon? Right, um, right. What is? yeah, like I didn't know what Splatoon was until somebody I was like, oh, they have like Like international tournaments for this game.
1: Yeah, they they get serious with that Splatoon, man.
0: I was like, man, that's funk onside on Splatoon. I was actually, uh, I actually got to check it out, um, like a couple months ago because I had never played it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that game is actually really, really fun. I had a good time playing it. I was like, okay, it's it's like it's got a kid feel to it, so I could definitely see like my niece is playing something like that, and not to worry about like, somebody, like, getting engulfed in the flames or something. I mean, it's great for the kids, but it's also very competitive. And I am really I like is. to play competitive... Yeah, I like to play competitive games, so that always excites me to see that kind of stuff. So, I mean, like for instance... Alright, you can judge me on this one. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and I want to go ahead and put this in the air so um, people that listen to this podcast, be ready. Because um, I know I'm about to get judged right here. I play Overwatch.
1: Oh, I've never played that.
0: Um, basically, let me just put it like this for you. Okay, so it's made by Blizzard, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a shooting game, but it's a shooting game with different characters with different styles, right? Like some of them can use cloaking abilities and uh, hacking abilities to giant robots to, um. Healing factors and have special moves when you get to a certain point. I mm-hmm. mean the game is insane like This game is like bigger than sliced bread right now. It's still hot even though it just it came out years ago Right, but like I just got into it myself. I'm enjoying it because of the competitive aspect of it um, If if I recommend it man, I would definitely check it out Um, if You don't mind shooters I think you would have an interesting time with it.
1: Most definitely. Most definitely.
0: Oh yeah! Speaking of which, people, if you want to um, you want to try to get at me? Anthem eight one six. That's how you can find me. PC version. <laughs> yes, I accept all challenges. I'm just letting you know I kind of suck, but. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so man, so what are some of the current projects you have coming up? Like.
1: Oh, uh, I took a took a break from conventions for a minute, uh, but now we're getting wrapped back up. Uh, I have a convention I'm going to next weekend in Mobile, Alabama, called MobiCon. So I'll be in Mo- MobiCon for the day, uh, rocking it out with the people down there. Um, and then I'll have a small break. Um, and I will. Well, no, it'll be a long break. No, 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 no. I forgot. This is the end of May, so. <laughs> the end of june like i said i'll be in um atlanta for ranger stop and then in july i'll be in birmingham alabama for alabama comic con so um got got a pretty busy schedule coming up man got a pretty busy schedule other than that just keeping up with all the things that go on on tv and movies uh that we currently see and yeah that's that's about it for me man
0: i can dig it man um all right, one uh, one quick question. This is just about you. So, you're married. So, how long have you been married, my man? Uh, Going on seven years. Oh, you got married when you were 21?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Man. So, um, how'd you guys meet? Facebook. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hey, if he hardly doesn't work, check out Facebook. Yeah. It can change a lifetime. It can yeah, it <laughs> so you met her via Facebook Does she live in Alabama um as well right, yeah, uh, so you were just like, oh man, I gotta get mine right here <laughs> right, okay, right. well, congratulations man, on um uh, seven appreciate years that. appreciate um that. I wish you many more on that one and th- that. thank you so much for doing this, Mr. bank like it's been like a pleasure talking to you I hope I didn't talk your head off.
1: Oh no problem, man. Uh, this this is what I do anyway. So, you know, hey, we're we're here.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you gotta keep me updated on um, whatever you got going on, man. Like, let the people know where they can find
1: you at. Like, that's most that's important. Guys, most definitely, guys. Don't, if you don't know who we are already, we're at Fandoms Anonymous, as F A N D O M S A N O N Y M O U S. We're all over social media, right? on youtube where you can find all of our content we're on youtube you can also see us on instagram that's at fandoms underscore anonymous 17 also catch us on facebook as well you can join the facebook group and also follow the facebook page so and we're also on anchor and wherever podcasts can be heard we can catch us on some good podcasts too man so we're always having a good time man
0: yeah, man. Let me know when you do a podcast, man. I would love to be a part of it. Uh that's like whatever you got going on. Like maybe coming soon. We'll see. Uh, nice. and um, ladies and gentlemen, um you can follow me at Delivery Bros 816 on uh Twitter and on um, and on Instagram. You can also follow me at Anthony Anthem on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Delivery Bros KC on Facebook, and um, uh, check us out. Like we have great content as well. You can find us on Anchor FM as well in all um, all media platforms. If you want to check out the podcast as well, and uh, with that, this has been another edition of Delivery Bros, where anything's on the menu, anything's on the table. And with that, this is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. the Marauder, a.k.a. Kicking Just Like Kato, a.k.a. Smashing Like a Tomato, a.k.a. The Sauce, The Boss. Okay, I'm done. Rick Ross. (laughs) And with that, we are out.